Welcome to the Three to Our Way podcast, a weekly one-hour conversation about sports, television, film, music, and current events. Real life, no sights. Hosted by childhood friends Sherm the Barber, Substantial, and Jay Cash. Three to Our Way is as humorous as it is informative. We bring our odd perspectives on odd stories to you via YouTube and all podcast platforms. Our weekly show is pre-recorded, but you can catch us live on the first Sunday of every month. Be sure to like and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Now let's get to it. Yo, 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 yo. Welcome back, everybody, to your favorite day of the week. Why is it your favorite day of the week? Because you're here with us again, 3 to Eye Way podcast. You know who it is, me, Shiggy Sherm, my man Substantial, my man Jay Cash in the building once again. How y'all doing, fellas? Straight, man. Good. Good, good, man. Good. Good, good. See y'all as always. Yep. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So before before I go too far, I want to go ahead and get this out of the way because I'm real excited about today. Um, just get my beer out of the way right quick. Found another black-owned beer company uh, out of Baltimore, Maryland. Joyhound Beer Company. Uh, I got an IPA uh, entitled Oba, and it is fantastic. It is not a a, a very hop-heavy IPA. It is very smooth. Um, and yeah, it hits real nice, man. Very flavorful, nice and fruity for you. Yeah, go check oh. it out. Um, you enjoying those mouthfeels? Um, yeah, you know, it's not it's not like a stout. It's not as as smooth as a stout, but you know, it's it's still got a got a nice mouthfeel. You know, <laughs> mother. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, let, me um, let me see the can again. Is that a panther on the front? Some some kind of animal with a with, with, animal. A, with an oba, which is uh, the What's title that? of kings and emperors of Benin City, well oh, known yeah. for its bronze and richly detailed cast metal artwork. That's a face in the middle, all right. But uh, yeah, how were your weekends? That was good, man. I bartended a party last night, um, <clears throat> so I'm a little I'm a little uh, dragging because of that. Uh, but it went well. Bunch of twenty-one-year-olds uh, <laughs> learning how to drink. Um, so yeah, great. Good shit. Good shit, Stan. Yeah, man. Mine was uh, cool, man. I just um, been working on these different projects, man. Made uh, this new beat um, that I posted yesterday on IG. Super excited. Uh, it's for a song called "Driven and Dedicated" or "Dedicated and Driven." One of the deciding which way it's gonna go, but basically that. You know what I mean? So uh, it's for this uh, fatherhood project, you know, uh, soundtrack for fatherhood is what the project's called. So, yeah, uh-huh. man. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's going with the children's book um, that's coming out in June and stuff. So, like, just been working, dude, working, chicken, kicking it with these babies. You know what I'm saying? In the midst. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, man. But yeah, man. So who who we so we got a guest, son? Feel a special today. Well, hold you know on, hold saying? on. Let me let me let me get my oh, weekend yeah, out of the way. My bad. Yeah, it was Jump another up. it was another Kwanzaa three sixty five weekend for us. Uh, we celebrated Kumba today, which is creativity. I know that full show. Yeah. Um, my nieces and and uh, son and stepson they all did uh, little performances and things of that nature. So it was another beautiful day, man. Didn't do much with the bike. Didn't do any bike riding today. But um, yeah, so like Stan had begun to say, today is a very special day, very, very special day. Um, mm-hmm. We got a guest in the building, a brother who I met through another very good brother of mine. Uh, you know him as well, Stan, Black Root. Yeah, um, I saw him with a particular garment on one day and was like, yo, that shit is fire. And hollered at him, was like, what is that? He's like, oh, that's my man, uh, Brian, at Black Genius Art Show. I'm like, huh, okay, I need to check that out. Immediately went to Facebook. I mean, not Facebook, Instagram. Immediately fell in love with everything I saw. I have so much Black Genius Art Show in this house right now via garment or actual, uh, actual art piece. It's, uh, it's, 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 it's fantastic. It is fucking fantastic. But today we got him here for a very, very special reason. Um, 
I don't want to get too much into it because I want to I want to let him talk about it. Uh, but he has a business venture currently going on right now with a very, very uh, with a with a it's dear to my heart. It is very <laughs> dear to my heart. It is a love of mine. So uh it has more bands than a moving company. Man, it's it's bad. <laughs> I mean, it's bad. And I, I just added another pair. Fortunately. I'm just waiting for the tears drop. That's all. <laughs> I'm waiting for the tears drop. This Bama's going. Hey man, I'm I'm kind of excited, bro. I'm so like this dude is such a good dude. Oh, so man. before so how I got introduced to him was he had to deal with my anxiety first time I ordered from him. It was during Christmas during COVID, so shit was kind of crazy. I was like bugging out because I'm like, oh my God, am I going to get my order? He brought my order to me. Wow. To the crib from B-more. Yeah. Wow. This is a wow. special brother here. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to introduce to you, brother. Well, if you don't already know who he is, which you probably, a lot of you probably already do because he's dope. Uh, brother Brian Robinson of Black Genius Art yeah, Show. What's good? What's good, Brian? Clap it up! Clap it up! Clap it up! Another Robinson <laughs> in the building. Yes, yeah, <laughs> put, put, put the Robinsons up top where we belong. Oh, so, man. <laughs> Here we go with this bullshit. <laughs> so, so how was your weekend, man? My weekend was okay, so that's cool. So I went to Deep Creek with the family, man. So we had a oh, whole Deep Creek. Oh, yeah, we, I ate a lot of food, ate a lot of food, and uh, just was able to relax and unwind. So that's, that's how cool, my man. weekend was. But then I got the news that one of my my close friends passed away too. So it's like, mm. oh, oh you know, oh, it's yeah. like that. So it just it just shows the joy and just like the hurt of life. So yeah, that's yeah, how my weekend was, man. Yeah. Wow, man. Sorry for your loss, brother. Yeah, on the way back, I got that that text. So, you know, I was in the mountains, so I couldn't get the text. So it came in, like, traveling back. So, yeah. Uh, that's a tough way to hear. Yeah, I know, yeah, man. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Overall, it was great, man. Yeah, Deep Creek is beautiful, man. Went up there for a retreat a couple years back. Yeah, it's a beautiful area. Can you, you ain't tell me? <laughs> uh, I mean, well, you know, you don't teach these babies. You, 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 you know, I teach babies. Suit, suit up. Get up in these uh these classrooms, bro. Look, you gonna need a retreat. <laughs> I need to go to basketball court where I can yell at them. You can't. That, do that. That's true. <laughs> but yeah, welcome, brother, man. We appreciate you uh, for being on the show. Definitely, you know? definitely, man. Yeah, man. Um, real quick, I wanted to highlight you. Uh, so like I noticed that your last name is Robinson. You're from Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Uh, which means the likelihood that we're probably related is, probably, you know, it's it's. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's happened multiple times since moving back to this area from New York because my father's side of the family is from B-more. So, mm-hmm. so, you know what I'm saying? So, if I refer to you as cousin until we confirm it, you you know what it is. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, this man got, like, man. two-thirds of my name, son. Y'all ain't related, man. <laughs> you know what I'm we all family. Jesus. We all family. We, we all just right, the cousins here, you know Being Sherm related. Cashfield. <laughs> hey, what, what, what J. Cole say? Um, if we related it, what, oh, never mind. I'm fuck up the line. Some fuck shit about the ball. But whatever. <laughs> I don't Sherm, remember, man. Sherm Cashfield. <laughs> Sherm Cashfield. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. You are stupid, man. But, but brother. Yeah, let us know what you're here for, man. What you got going on that's so special? Oh, first of all, let me yeah. just, let me just. I like that shirt, man. That's, that's a great color right there. I'm repping and stepping, man. Repping and stepping, man. The power of image on there. Yeah, yeah. My favorite, my favorite shirt right now, man. True story about that shirt, yo. I got a true story. So that shirt, right? My ex, at one point, I was getting into painting, so I tried to paint a heart for her, and she just. She wasn't feeling it at all. I was like, why am I painting this thing for her? Yo? So there's like, I took that same painting and made it into that fist right there. And that's oh, like cool. my, that might be my, my first painting ever, tell you the truth, that I, oh, I wow. changed from a heart to a fist. That's yeah. dope. I feel like busty upside your day. No. <laughs> 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 oh, I love you so much, baby. So I will. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's why that's why he was all emotional, yo, because a lot of feelings attached to that image, yo. For the people watching, these just jokes. Off the shirt. For the people watching, these just jokes. I'm not advocating any violence. So yeah, what I'm doing right now, right? Yeah, let them know what you got going on, man. Yeah. Currently, uh I run a shop. So my showroom is at 1341 Bayard. So there I've been there for a year since February 22nd. So um, I've been there for a year, new to it, because I came up doing outside vending, uh, popping up everywhere. Your, your mother's house, churches, it didn't matter, outside parks. Then I started doing the ramps, artscapes. So I've always been in outside. So once I got into the brick and mortar, that was new to me, because as an artist, yo, I ain't, I couldn't, I can't be nowhere for six hours straight and like got to honor your time. Yes, I'm here. I'm, so it's like I'm working for myself, but I got to really honor the times just for the people. Mm-hmm. But I've been there for um, a little over a year now. And I've been in there creating, uh, doing the retail slash hybrid art gallery vibe. Also educating as well. I'm educated as well. So throughout the day, I, I teach pre-K. Then, you know, with the whole COVID, that transition to us being online. And then now we're back in the building again. Now working with third grade. And um, so all this is also going on into the, into the retail shop. So I'm able to actually be this full-time entrepreneur while logging in <laughs> in my same right. room. And I also do a lot of after-school art incentives as well as far as filmmaking, uh, just arts and crafts, a creative mixed media. So I do that as well, all inside the showroom. So it's able to serve more than one purpose. And um, I've been grinding with that, man. I've been just being consistent. Uh, and my motto is to create every day. So I've been there doing just that, creating every day, um, trying to get that whole community aspect into the four walls because I'm not used to you know, not being outside in the whole festival circuit. So in the process of doing that, um, I'm in there with another pioneer name, uh, John Cash. So I'm in to learn the whole retail um, manufacturing game. I'm just an artist painting pictures. So when I was able to get to that building, man, it, it just ignited my whole entrepreneurship. Like, yo, I can do this. Oh, so I'm now I'm seeing how I can use money to make more money, but also tell mm-hmm. a story and have these stories be told when a person comes in and buys some hanging art or they wear it. So my story is like you can hang the art, wear the art, become the art. And that's been my thing. And I want my, my all my pieces to, to basically create conversations and things like that. So I've been pushing that gospel for like since 2013. That's when I had that painting done in 2013 with the whole art piece. But in 2014, it's like, yo, this is I'm on to something here. So I'm doing the same things I was doing when I was in middle and high school. These cartoon characters um, that I was doing in the back of the classroom, I wasn't paying attention. I'm doing these big old eyes, big noses, big teeth, these funny characters. And you think I'm doing geometry? I'm back there doing these cartoon characters. So this has been popping off since middle high school, and like I said, 2014, that became this. This I went back to it. I do film as well, so I'm starting to use social media to like share images now. Like, oh, like in my nickname, Grasshops. I'm like, yo, Grasshops. Like you did film. You, you draw these pictures. I'm like, yeah, I've been drawing since I was a kid. So when I opened up that element of sharing my characters with the um, social media community. Then I started getting this whole feeling like, oh, they like these things, you know? So I just kept doing it and pushing it. And that became this whole regiment. So at one point, the industry was so oversaturated. Everyone had a camera. Everyone had access to the, the YouTube and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I was in my mother's house using dial-up. So I wasn't even able to get my images out there that fast, man. So it's like I gave up. I really gave up on the whole, the whole art as a whole because everyone was doing it. So I put art to a side, man. I just started going to work, paying bills, just being that adult. And I was doing it. So I put my gifts to the side and I just, I don't know, I just put the art to the side. And then 2013, that painting experience happened. 2014, I branded it as uh, the Black Genius Art Show. I was calling the characters boneheads. That's what they resemble, like some bonehead looking characters. Mm-hmm. So 2014, I branded that as the Black Genius Art Show by basically looking over everything I did, man. Like I wasn't following other people's patterns. I wasn't, I was trying to stay in my own lane, man. I just stopped comparing myself. And when I did that, I was able to focus on that. The visual piece of art and that's how the characters came back to me i started sharing it more i was able to go outside my four walls share my art and um staying true to that regiment of creating every day and with that my filmmaking picked back up i started doing more psa's public events with people like oh you name it, i was filming it but at the same time people was new to the whole visual art piece and that was branded as the black genius art show because i was able to borrow from um other creatives like music whatever uh and use a dance. I was just borrowing from all these creatives, and that became the genius of it. And 
even right from the Marvin Gaye to like the Nina Simone's, all that I was blending to my characters, that whole vibe, the music, conversations, all of you going to that whole brand of the Black Genius Art Show. And then I'm a black man, so I use that as well. Then all my pieces I completed with a black, the black uh, paint. That's my last color I use is the black. So um, that became also the Black Genius Art Show. And um, since then, it, it's been moving. And it's been taking me place. I'm able to use it as a tool and everything. And, that, and that's that's part of the journey. And right now, I'm journeying to some new things, man. That's what's going on right now. So <laughs> real quick, because you said yeah. you said your, your nickname is Grasshopper. How did you get that nickname? Yeah, I got the nickname Grasshopper when I was about 17, 18. I graduated from City College. So after high school, I didn't go right to college. I was just <laughs> perusing the streets trying to hoop, going to basketball courts. I didn't have no kind of jump shot at all. I really didn't. But <laughs> for some more reason. I was able yeah, that's to saying you're not the y'all might be related. It switched up real fast though. It switched up fast because um I was over northeast Baltimore. A lot of my friends we were playing basketball in the alley and we heard gunshots. I ran, cleared the whole fence. I literally cleared like oh. cleared the whole fence. And then my friend, um, my friend named Cheese, and I ran to another friend's house. My friend named Cheese, um, he said, Yo, you jumped over the fence like a grasshopper. And ever since then. Grasshopper has stuck with me. It was my filmmaking name. Uh, I was like directed by Grasshopper, Grasshopper Films, P H I L M S. All this happened because of that one gunshot in the alley. Don't get it twisted. Now I have a jump shot. I have one of the meanest mid range jump shots in East Baltimore. <laughs> I can go in any neighborhood. I can go to anybody's basketball court. Somebody has seen me jump and say, Yeah. Yo, yo, he, he can. I so I, I got game. Don't 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 get it twisted. All right, all right. That's a real story. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, hell of a way right. to get a nickname, man. Right. <laughs> so, so you got a you got a real like unique way of depicting your characters, and like a real interesting approach to. You know, to to your art, like what? So, what are to, you know? Tell us about some of your influences. Uh, like I said, it, it's de definitely big on music. Uh, a lot of childhood images, because like I wanted things <clears throat> as a child. I, I had the working class family. My father was into construction. He went to work every morning six in the morning. My, my mother was the cook. She went to work every morning six in the morning. Come back home, work, work, pay bills, pay bills. So me, being the youngest of three, my older brother is in his fifties, older sister in her fifties, my older sister. Both of them in there. I got two sisters, one brother, all in their 50s. So I was the little baby that came way too late. So they were out going to military, going to job, building their families. I'm still home with these two old people in this house over East Baltimore. So I was just drawing random stuff. I like playing with Legos. I was always, I had friends too, don't get it twisted. But I always like to create these images of things I wanted. So like, I was young and I wanted the Cocker Spaniel so bad, yo. I was going around drawing Cocker Spaniels, hanging them from the ceilings. I ain't never get no cocker spaniel at all, but like, I always wanted to create the environments that I wanted to live in. So with that, I was always trying to like mimic comic book characters and stuff like that. And I was not good at drawing comic book characters. So I started to create my own images of these characters that like were my characters. So that whole originality started when I was young. So I, I was just doing these characters that was real simple, real quick sketches. And um, like I could do them in like a couple seconds. So big eyes, big nose, big teeth, let it go. So I, I was able to push these characters out just like random, like all almost with no thought at all, just push them out. And like that's what I was doing for years. And it's like when I came back to like I can do these characters like it's nothing. So when I needed some material to paint, I would go back to like what's the easiest thing I can draw. And I went back to those bonehead characters that was like ex exaggerated features, but also the stories with these characters that reflect like maybe my uncle or or like I had an uncle who lived in the basement at my grandmother's house. So I did a piece called Crazy Uncle Lawrence that lives in the basement. So it was just like my names was like reflections of like things that I grew up with. And <laughs> yeah, like them right there. Am I supposed to talk right now like a PowerPoint right now? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't ready. If you, look at ready. The, if you look at the positioning <laughs> of the green hat. <laughs> like right here. Uh, like this, <laughs> this right here is called Ambitions of a Hustler. But the same thing is like they all just stem from like elements of my life. Or just things I hear. So you might tell me a funny story about something. Then a month later, I've used that little bit of energy, a little bit of words you said, and mix it with a whole different vibe and create a whole different character. Like I got, um, you know, we go to the NBA. 
So when you go to the NBA, for some odd reason, the people that work there act like you're taking their money. Like I'm I'm trying to pay these tickets and you give me an attitude when you take my money. So like just from that, I got a character called Keisha that works at the NBA. So it's like <laughs> random situations that pop in my head that would just come into like these these random characters and um all based off of like just living in Baltimore or no matter where I go, just listen to people talk and really connect with people. What's yeah, that? That's what I was gonna say. So it sounds like it sounds like your it, your your environment is is mm. uh is your influence. Exactly. So what what about artist? Do you do you have any artistic oh, influences? Yeah. Um, I like Keith Haring because he used a lot of simplicity in the line work. So I was big on Keith Haring, like, of course. Uh, yeah, like Basquiat because he just took you on some 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 journeys. You know what I'm saying? But he also operated in the random. So a lot a lot of his concerts are like random ideas. It's not like overthinking. It's like just let it go. And whatever right. came with it is what it was. And also um, Emory Douglas, because like mm. his work stood as a staple in like culture. You know what I'm saying? Like he did the Black Panther. Like, like his 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 art was a movement all by itself. And I actually met him not too long ago. So for me to even meet this guy, oh. he came to my spot and we just was talking. Oh. I was able to share some art with him and stuff like that. Yeah. And he was saying, yeah, he was just saying like, um, he used art as, as a weapon back then, you know what I'm saying? So that, that was his protest. That was his way to, you know, interact with, with the other Black Panther brothers. So it's like to have that power in your art is what I also put into mind. Yeah. And I, if I was if I was back then doing that oh, movement, oh. I'm pretty sure I would have been doing a lot of signs. <laughs> like a lot of signs. <laughs> but, yeah, man. So that's a lot of my influence as far as like other creatives. And like the oh. music has a whole undertone, like different, different music I hear as well. Yo, one of the things I noticed in your bio, which was uh, really interesting, it says that you were once labeled as colorblind. Yeah, yo. Uh, yeah, when mm -hmm. was this, and are you still considered colorblind? No, I'm not colorblind. That's what it was. They tried to tell me that, though, man. So wow. it was an institution that wasn't similar to my colors. And uh, <laughs> 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 um, No, because I remember oh, the show. Cause, like, when I was creating these characters, when I was young, I wanted to go to, like, the School of Arts and um, Micah. I wanted to go to schools like that. So yeah. I, I didn't know about, I was, I did not know about portfolios. I really didn't. I didn't know how, I didn't have parents that prepared me for like, you got to gather all your art together and make it colorful and do this. I didn't have the education as far as um, right. pitching that project. And um, a lot of my drawings was just sketches, man. It was like sketches and composition books, like random paper I found, but half of it didn't have any color at all. It was quick mm. sketches. I probably had coloring material around, but I just didn't use it. I'm just drawing these pictures. So when I went to apply for certain schools, I remember, I think my mother and my sister probably took me. We went into this building and um, sat in some room. And I remember coming to me and they looked over my portfolio, which was probably, I don't know, like one book with some drawings. And they was like, yeah, um, we looked through his book. It's not really a lot of colors, a lot of black and white. And in that same conversation, I heard yeah, he could. He, he might. He might. He, he could be colorblind or something. I'm like what the? So it's like I was young though. So it's like I'm in there. Like they're sitting. Like I know Whoa. I'm going to school because I can draw. You know, I know I can draw. But I, I yeah, it was a very poor portfolio. I must say. Like if I was the instructor, like yeah, he doesn't have much of anything. Looking back now, but just mm -hmm. the fact they said that was really like it stuck with me even till now. And the right. transition from that is. Instead of recognizing the art, they 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 were take trying to break it down technically into they, they were breaking it down into some school shit instead of letting it be art. Yeah, but I, you know what's funny though? I think it probably was true. Like for them to see that, but for them to say that statement, that wasn't cool. But they didn't direct me to like how to improve it or maybe he should do this thing and that. So after that, I kind of like it just turned the page, and I never even looked back. At, oh, I gotta get this portfolio together. All these colors. I didn't. I just. I just floated away and <laughs> kept doing my mm -hmm. art. And and that was a piece that stuck with me. But the transition from that is that the first gallery show I did, they told me, yeah, we want to put your pieces by the window because yours have these bright colors that's going to bring everybody in. <laughs> so that was like the, oh, really? <laughs> so this was like my first. <laughs> yeah, yo, that was my first <laughs> visual show I did. And I only had a couple pieces. That was early, early, early with the Black Genius Art Show. So, and that was when I didn't know how to price my pieces. I was just creating. And that's what I heard. Yeah, like, yeah your pieces are very bright. And now that's what I put into all my art, these these bright colors. So, I so, Go ahead. So Brian, you said that uh, earlier, you said that your influences um, in your art had a lot to do with music. So yeah. what type of music would you say were? Man, my were parents, the, oh, yo, my parents was, oh, my mother is 81. 
So yeah. you know, I, Motown going on. Then my my brother, you know, I got so I got a little bit of whole um, you know, the early hip hop, you know, the raw bass and all that from him. Then my sister, she was in the Prince, Purple Rain, and Diamonds and Pearls. So it was like this whole mixture was all that with the Motown. So now I'm in the middle, like whoa, whoa. so it's like yeah. I came up with a neo soul. I came up with the Balouds, Erica Badu's, and all that, but I still had a respect for you know the old school hip hop. And then I go all the way back to the Dells, man. The Dells like one of my favorite groups, so. I got a little yeah. bit of all that mixed in, man, with this new eclectic stuff as well. So all that music like blends into my art, man. Yeah. And I, and I like black exploitation films as well. So I think if if my if my art had a soundtrack, it would definitely be to some black exploitation stuff. Like <laughs> that's dope. Now, I, I I feel you. I I feel blessed. <laughs> Coming up in a household where I he- uh, heard all of that, you know what I mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. And then coming oh, up in the golden era of hip hop is like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, don't know nothing about. I mean, when, now I feel old when I say, "Y'all don't know nothing about no music." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I remember, like my brother had one of the big um, stereos in the basement, and mm-hmm. then um, I would go in and just play his tapes for hours, just A side, B side. I just flipped them tapes, played the next one. I was dubbing stuff. I was just yeah. I for hours, man. And then like, and then we had the record player too. So I was, I knew about records and the, yeah, the moms, Mabley and the Eddie Murphy. What was it raw? The Goonie Google Eddie Murphy. That's dope. Super That's dope. dope, man. So tell so, us about, um, also real quick, um, you, you mentioned your film, what type of films you, uh, like to work on? Like where's, what direction do you see your film making going? Well, you know, you know, every black young filmmaker is like, you like Spike Lee, but um, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I, I was, I got that for years, but I like my first film I did was a love story. It's called Passers By, about a, a guy and a girl meant to be, but they keep passing each other by. That's that whole R and B neo soul vibe I was coming up on. But um, I'm I like a uh, rural urban films. I'm big on um. I'm big on scary movies and apocalyptic films. That's my thing. Yeah. If I if I was able to do a film, I want to do like apocalyptic film with a whole twist to it. But I'm inspired in my filmmaking through uh, the Baltimore streets. Like I'm big on alleyways for some odd reason. Like my first film I did, I would just go around the city of Baltimore and pick out all these locations and just find like oh, this would be a great set. So I'm big on the whole urban feel of, of films, and I'm big. I'm not even a big action film, but more so like a day and night film. That makes mm-hmm. it I like I love transitions in film. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, I like music, like a black exploitation. I, I like black exploitation vibes because you got that realness. I like to shoot films that have this realness where you can relate to every character. Like you don't have to be a seasoned actor, but if I was to cast you, you'll have this realness just like, oh, okay, yeah, he's believable. I can be right. Gotcha. So that's how I like to base a lot of my projects. But like I got I do short films, documentaries, music videos, as well as like PSAs for different community events and things like that. So I'm all over the place as far as the uh, the, the media production. And I'm, gotcha. I really, really do want to do a film very, very soon. Okay. okay. Up? You and Cash need to keep in contact because Cash yeah. is a, a resident actor in here. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. I yeah. act like I like these dudes every week. <laughs> <laughs> every fucking week. <laughs> I'm doing a damn good job. I might say so much. Cold, <laughs> You're cold as ice, Charlie Murphy. <laughs> Crazy. Hey, but yeah, man, congrats on opening uh, your art space um, slash showroom, man. Um, one of the things, and it's uh, it's Genius Juice is how it's pronounced. Uh, Genius Juice Studios. Genius that's, Juice Studios. Yeah, that's yes. my, my habitat. That's what's up, man. How challenging, like, has it been trying to maintain a space during a global pandemic, especially considering when you opened your doors? Well, it came it came at a weird time because it came once I got into the building. That was like what January 2020. 2020. So mm-hmm. when the pandemic hit, I was just really learning how to operate the brick and mortar environment. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, oh, I got retail. Okay, now people got to come to this building. I can't just meet them outside. So when right. that happened, I was, you know, I was establishing myself. I had it all mapped out. Yeah, they're going to come in. It's going to be hyper. They can see the art gallery. They can see all this stuff. Cool. Oh, the pandemic. It's cool. I'm still going there and work. So once it hit and it limited mm-hmm. people from having that traffic, I really had to just, you know, hit the brakes in a sense as far as like the whole community outreach. That kind of stopped for me. So I was like, oh, man. So now I can't go out and say, come on back to the showroom. Because before right. I was able to actually say, um, well, answer this question. Do you have a spot? No, I said my spot. You can come in my house. Come pick up the art. 
But now that I had a building, I was ready to do that outreach, but I couldn't because now if I went out, people couldn't come back in. Right. So I was to like go to an empty building. But what happened during this time, I was able to like focus on myself and really start to create these new pictures. So I wasn't painting a lot. I was doing a lot of educating. So I was giving more of my art to the students that I was teaching. So during this time, I was able to go to the studio. There wasn't a lot of people there. So I'm there creating these new images, just uh, just different projects, but also working on the retail element, like like how will I set this up? How will this look for the for, for the consumer that when once it comes in? Because I didn't know how long it was gonna last. Right. This was like a whole mental process that well, it looks nice in here, um, yeah, and just trying to figure out those tr- strategic ways to get people in with the whole mass thing and whole uh, you know capacity. So it was really hard. So yeah. my business kind of was like wow. But it never stopped the art, you know what I'm saying? So right. the art was always there. It was just like the people traffic was like, oh, hmm, I see what's going on. So it was, it was scary. It, it was scary, man. It really was. I can imagine. But can imagine. the fun thing about the whole situation situation was, as an artist, every summer I was broke. I ain't gonna lie. Like every summer I depended on the uh, the outdoor festivals. But for some odd reason, I was able to maintain through COVID. Like I, I've never been able to save the way I did until COVID hit. So it was like, that's a blessing. Like, how do I, how am I able to save, but yet I'm doing less for the community? Like, I'm not able to go to all these events, but my whole did mindset, you, go ahead. Did you, did you have to add anything, you know, any supplemental in, uh, supplementary income type things onto your resume during those times? Or were you just able to, you know, just strictly stick with art and, uh, and education through it all? It, it, it was me personally doing my own individual art I wanted to do for myself. So I was doing that. And, you know, I was still doing the school. The school system was still paying us. So that was a blessing. Right, too. Right. But it just, I don't know. It was just, I, I just prayed, man. I prayed and things just, I just was able to stay like even. Like it was, it was weird. Like I knew I was, I was more so missing the real relating with the community and going out and really talking to people. Right. Yeah, the financial piece, it definitely was a hit because I was expecting to come into the building like, oh, yeah, everybody going to come here. Oh, I'm going to run these classes. All, I had a whole plan. That plan just was like, nope, not right now. <laughs> not right, now. right. So, you know, one, one thing one thing that was pretty dope uh, that came about um, as the pandemic went along was a lot of uh, a lot of larger companies started um, act, uh, started making efforts to help smaller businesses out oh well so um we had so that kind of is a good transition into uh the one of the i guess the main reasons why we're here um we had vans did a joint venture and um you you still I'm here. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me let me. <laughs> so it's been like I said. It's dope that uh, things have been. You know, a lot of larger companies been helping out a lot of smaller businesses um, during the pandemic in a lot of different ways. Oh. You know, um, actually supporting st- straight up financially with donations and and, uh, and different kinds of funds. And you got one particular company, uh, Vans, my one of my favorite things, which is footwear, uh, has a venture called Foot the Bill. And that is where they pick small businesses and um, allow them to enter uh, into a competition to um, do a joint, uh, do a collaborative shoe with the company so brian i'm gonna let you take it away from there man. all right now, how, how about that whole versus moment just now we try to get our speakers right now he was teddy riley at this what's funny is he was he was creeping through the door for that's my brother-in-law he was creeping through the door for a long time i'm here the door creek right so i'm trying to block the uh the door like all right all right sure Yo, yo, yeah. So, um, during the whole COVID day, man. So the vans. This is so about the vans. Like, I love vans too, Sherm. So I've been wearing vans for a long time. It kind of complement my outfits, man. I like the colorful things to go along with my outfits. I can buy like five of them at the same time. Real cool. So I love vans, man. And um, like you said, they were looking for uh 
businesses to support doing the whole that were in, in, impacted by the COVID nineteen man. So I was like, well, this is cool, and like I seen it out there one time, like, oh, that gotta be for me. You know what I'm saying? That has to be for me. But even even if we rewind, I did a show maybe about two months before this whole Vans um, opportunity came up. Mm-hmm. And I kind of put this out in the atmosphere because I like wearing Vans. So I said, you know what, I'm going to do a show, and then you come with Vans, I'm going to give you $5 off. So like I was trying to like capture Vans' attention even before I heard about the foot to bill. So I was already putting this out in the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, about two months later, I'm seeing these things like, oh, wow. So you had to basically submit something saying how um, your business could benefit from partnering with Vans. So I was like, yo. Not only I feel like I'm already partnering with them already. Like I have too many pair of vans in my house. So it's like when that happened, you had to submit a video about your business and how you feel like vans is the perfect uh matchup for you. I was like, yo, let me do this thing. So I had the whole video done up where I'm uh wearing my vans. And then I look at vans as like the Jordan to an artist, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> no, he, he's right. I like that. I like that. Right. I went to this random basketball court. I ain't gonna lie, I could not dunk at this court because the goal was way too high. But I that's saw that shot. Vision. That's what they all see. <laughs> so my whole vision. It ain't regulation. <laughs> it was terrible. So my whole vision was to appear that I was dunking the ball with a pair of bands on. So I had all these bands laying on the ground and stuff like that. So that was part of my whole submission tape. But also just just keeping it real, man. Let them know, like, of course, my business needs this. And my vision behind this is because I want to actually be able to educate in my building, also get another building where I can do a whole animation vibe going. So all the proceeds that come in from this Vans partnership, man, it's going to go always to, towards that because that's my passion and everything. So so, um, so you get every every penny that comes from man, the shoe goes to you. You get the net proceeds, which is awesome too. Though. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You get, the, you get the net proceeds. So what happened is, um, so I submitted that. And uh, another backstory. This is cool. So, True story. Like a week before, Vans called me up. I'm in the studio. Other friends around the studio, other business people that were all in the studio, patrons, they know I like wearing Vans. So they, they're going in on me like, oh, they, they love like those, uh, they like sneaking here. So they love like the high price drawers, whatever, like $500, boom, it's nothing. Tennis, oh, great. I'm wearing Vans all the time. They're like, yo, look at you, yo. You, oh, you all oh, he wears Vans. He don't wear them. He always wears Vans. Oh, they call me Luther Vandross. That's they call me. They call oh, me Luther Vandross. Yo, this was a week. Only, only yo, man. yo, they went all the way in like, yo, and it was it was a great joke. When somebody has a great joke, I only could do is acknowledge it as a great joke. And laugh, yo. And the shoes I had on did like something Luther Vandross would wear. So, um, <laughs> so, man, they went all the way in on me, man, about the bands. And then God blessed me with a phone call from California. And they was like, hey, this is Megan from Bands. I'm like, oh, boy, here we go. So they, oh, <laughs> they hit me up, man. And they partnered with me, and they gave me um, the opportunity to put my artwork on a thousand pair of shoes, as well. <laughs> yeah, Luther Vandross, they 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 going in on the chat. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> they gave me the opportunity to put my uh, my artwork on the shoes, man, and uh, ride out with a thousand pair for the net proceeds, as well as two hundred and fifty shirts. So um, that was launched on uh, four twenty. They gave me the four twenty. Yeah, I, I didn't it. So that was a great date, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so it launched on 420. I did a well, of course, it launched all over the internet. So, right now, it's still going on. Right now, you can go there if you're looking right now and buy all the bands you like. Mm-hmm. So, you're able to actually take my images and also customize everything on the shoe from the sole, the back. Make, hold on, let me let me let me stop you. Make yeah. sure you use this particular yeah. print yeah. that you see on the yes, screen sir. now, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Because <laughs> yes, some people like, I got my shoe. That is not my art. So it's like <laughs> some other people, some other people were blessed during this process. So uh that's a good thing. But the definitely the shoe, man. Um, it, it was a blessing to be a part of that. And I put a lot of my you know influence on the shoe, man. If, if we can pull the shoe back up, please, I can break down some things <laughs> because please, I have yet to do this like live. Please. Get back up here because I was about to show the shirt, but I got ah, you. Okay. Come on, come on, Brian, with no jump shot. Uh, you, know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know. Yo. That's how we go distinguish y'all. Mm-hmm. One, <laughs> one, <laughs> one has a jump shot, one does not. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, you know. Well, yeah, man. So like the whole shoe design, it, it's a collection of a lot of my different pieces, but I wanted the backdrop to be uh resemble Baltimore Row Homes. But I put mm-hmm. these little small pieces on there that mean a lot. And I haven't broken that down yet. 
Yeah, please. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, can you get the other image up, Stan? The one that yeah, you just had? Yeah, up? I got you. Hold Hurry on, up, yo! Hurry up, yo! You ended up early, yo! <laughs> <laughs> hey, Brian, I don't own a pair of Vans, but I will buy those. I do like this Thank shoe. You, Thank you. I heard I that a lot. Like, like, I don't buy Vans, but I'll get them because you got them. That's yeah, I mean, I, you know, it, it's, it's usually not my forte. With Vans, uh, my son wears them a lot. You know what I mean. But yeah. those I will cop. So yeah, yeah, go ahead with your um your breakdown, man. Yeah, yo. So um, I wanted to go with the whole like this is the Nina Simone coming there too. So I'm I'm on the old Baltimore vibe with the young, gifted, and black. So the name of the shoe is kind of I want to call young, gifted, and yup. But if you look at, it, I got young, gifted, and yup. Yup is already saying. You only gotta say black. You already know what it is. Young, gifted, and black. So that's that's my whole vibe behind it. So you almost can hear the music playing as the you know as as the shoe is there. It's like they got a whole vibe to it, man. And then I mean, you don't gotta be in Baltimore, but it's an urban spot in every city. So that's why I, that's why I respect, man. Because sometimes you go to a city, you go to the most beautiful spot, but you gotta go to the most the beautifulest word that Keith Murray thing. Yeah, so you go to the most beautifulest part <laughs> of Keith Murray said that it is. Yeah, yo. So I like to go to the to the to the inner part of the city, man, and see that real beauty and that heartbeat and that rhythm of that of that city. So that's why I wanted this to reflect, man, from the half and half. You gotta do with the half and half. Um, you got the finger, the the one finger that represents one god. Uh, you got dashiki, yo. So it's a whole bunch of like power images here. Uh, to do with a hat. That's a hack. Cause when I grew up, my parents they went to the market, they didn't have a car, but it was an open <laughs> guy there that was a hack, and he would give you a ride home in like an old Lincoln. So all that's there, man. You got um, you just got like the whole a, a couple of pieces that really represent my my stages of art, like a character there that name his name is Marshall. I I got that there to like resemble like the pre K kids that I work with because they like got this really ele elementary style of drawing. So I kind of add that image there. Um, got a chicken box in there somewhere. Yeah, you right on time. <laughs> yeah, the chicken box is there. We we on the same page. Where's the sunny chicken? So you got the chicken box there, man. Of course, you got the roll home with the marble steps, man. And then you got uh, you even have a grasshopper there. That's the nickname. You already got that backstory. So you got yeah. the grasshopper right there. The um, there's a butterfly there too. I lost my cousin not too long ago, and she loved butterflies. And that's why I'm trying to, you know, have a piece of her in there as well. Um, of course, there's a version of me there at the top of the black and white, the afro. That's me now. But the whole shoe embodies the young dreamer. So that's why you see half that young boy's face that's me when i was eight so all these images are kind of like i vision them i went to morgan salute be more yeah so i kind of vision them like coming out of the brain and it's showing that young man's journey to adulthood and the different avenues he may have taken you know to paint this beautiful picture and uh that's what's all embodied in this shoe you got squeegee in there somewhere too so it's, it's like yeah that's part of my vision of my shoe yeah, man that's fire that is fire. I like super that, dope, man. I, like I also that. peeped the um the Orioles colors on the hat and stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean, Look, they made me change it, man. I, I actually did the Oreo hat with a, a backwards. I got this thing where I do this Oreo series where I take the Oreo bird and I flip the hat around backwards, kind of like mine right now. So mm -hmm. my favorite hat is the Orioles hat, the, mm -hmm. the one like in the, on the shoe. So what I did is they told me I had to take the bird off of it. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I just put another version of me on there, colored in. I'm like, yeah, congrats, man. It, it, that, this is huge, dude. Like, and, you know, uh, what's really cool, too, man, I just realized uh, as we were prepping for this show that uh, last week we were celebrating, um, uh, you know, another project that um, was happening um, with Be More. And that was, um, what was it called? The uh, the documentary that's on Netflix, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dark City, Beneath yeah. the was dope, man. That you know, yeah. we get to we celebrate uh, be more two weeks two weeks yeah, in a row. Man, right a lot of family in there, man. A lot of my friends in there. Yeah. That that was all love right there. It came at a perfect time. Yeah, likewise. Yeah, man. Shout out to Olu Butterfly, mm -hmm. uh, my man Kariz, uh, Marcel, mm -hmm. man, Joint Easy Jackson. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. All yeah. the folks. Yep, yeah, yeah, man. But yeah, man. Again, congratulations to you. This is a uh, huge. I, I'm in a second. I'm gonna bring the shirt up so they can see some of the other stuff you got available mm -hmm. too. You know. So Brian, uh, yes. Stan, you want to ask something? No, go ahead. You good? So after this uh, this venture with Vans, what do you want to mm -hmm. do next? Like, Bro, who would you want to work with? Everybody. Like, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if the discernment is right. And I feel the spirit, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I feel you. But, um, I'm already working on animation piece right now, man. So I'm already trying to look past the shoe piece and trying to like get the animation ball going. So, man, okay. I mean, like I said, I think art 
by itself is a powerful tool, man. So it's like it, any way I can branch that out to tell the story and change like a whole atmosphere of different environments, mm-hmm. man, I'm with that. So yeah, like this animation piece of work was definitely going to do some things. I'm already pitching the advance right now. And they still try to run these shoes. I'm like, yo, I got something else for you guys if you don't mind. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. That's how I got beat though. That's right, smart, right. Man. That's that's yeah. genius. That's black cool. genius for real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah, right. That's the hustle. Like, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Gotta do it. I'm trying to I'm, I'm working with y'all now, man. So it's like, yeah. I'm working right now. Right. Yeah. yeah that energy is right. So while, while we're here. <laughs> while we're here. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. I, look, I was working with uh, Ford some years ago, and mm-hmm. while I was working with them and going through that whole process, I was just like, I mean, you know, I mean, we doing this work. Let me, you know, I was like, so what's up with the car? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is my bit, yeah. I can do this for like a year. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Wrap it, you know, all of that. Boom, boom. What's up? Let me hold that. Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> but you know, but it's like, <laughs> you're, you're as limited you know what I mean? You're you're only limited to your own imagination. So it's mm-hmm. like, yo, you come up with as many ideas as you can because most people don't even get a seat at the table mm-hmm. or, or have the resources to build their own. So if you were blessed enough to be in that position and you got there, eh, yeah, man. You right. know what I mean? Pitch. You know, pitch whatever you can. You know? Yeah, man. But uh, here's the uh, shirt. I'm going to bring that up. All yeah. of this stuff is dope, man. Again, you know. So- so, Brian, let me ask you uh, right quick, man. Um, so, I re- you had a campaign that you were doing mm-hmm. running, I guess, about a month ago, uh, mm-hmm. where you had an event where you could just bring some random shit in and get oh, some yeah. art thrown on it. Like, is that still a thing, or was that just a one-time only kind man, of deal? It's, it's, it was. It's about to be a thing again. So, what I wanted to do is, um, a lot of people have different styles, so. And they like my art. So I get a lot of people say, hey, um, do you have this shirt in the large? And the way I operate with my products, man, I'm sporadic, just like my art. So I might be feeling a certain color and I just throw a whole bunch of pieces of fabric on some shirts and let it sit. And I'm like, here you go. That's it. That's art. That's part of that whole canvas piece. So mm-hmm. if you get this one, like what you have right now, I don't even have that in my shop. So it's like if you get that one shirt, I might not make that thing for a long time. So it's almost mm-hmm. like you're, you're being an art collector, even with a whole garment piece. So mm-hmm. what happened is I was starting to I want to be more organic. So I had this the jacket I have on right now. I had it in my in my shop, and I want this idea where well someone someone gave me the jacket. So, you know what? I'm gonna take the sleeves off the jacket, put some art on the back, and rock it like that. So I would just go into my shop, hang my jacket up. People start coming in trying to pick up my jacket and buy the jacket from me, like trying it on. <laughs> <laughs> that's my jacket. I had money in my pocket, everything. I don't know. <laughs> that's my jacket. So um, so people said, well, how can I make that same jacket? So I partnered with a good friend of mine named Tirsa, and she does a lot of my, my, my seamstress work. She's also an artist. So it's like once we combine our minds together, we build these canvases to create these different pieces. So now people are saying, hey, can you make that same jacket again? Okay, I can do it. So they would go out, buy the camouflage jacket, give me another shirt. I would just mess it up. Here you go. Here's your art. Boom. And they was loving it. So I said, you know what? I need something to reach out to the community so they can bring in whatever they got. It can be some old, some piece they don't even rock no more. Bring it in, and we pimp it out. It was called Pimp My Gar. It was called Pimp My Garment. So you basically bring in anything from old shorts. I mean, people brought in old shorts with stains on them. I'm dead serious. So I'm like, we, I'm from, um, we had a whole table laid out, man, with uh, vinyl pieces, <laughs> fabric cut out. It was crazy. Different fabric cut out. And um, we were getting in there. We had a couple of youth come through as well. They were was, was excited just to see something turn, that, that they thought was nothing or blank and just put some art on it and give it a whole new life. So that's and part of the yeah, man. So like people brought in turtlenecks, of course, camo jackets, um, the stained shorts. Uh, just people brought in. T- I was just talking about turtlenecks last week, man. No, oh my god, turtlenecks, hair and bones with the uh, blazer jackets. Uh, yeah, they brought in. Doing he way alone. <laughs> he doing <laughs> that alone, man. He doing yeah. his thing. So that was fun, man. I'm trying to do another one. So, so Brian. Yep. Do you see any of you in the youth that you? mentor absolutely absolutely it's like that's what's really what you say okay how does that feel man that's what's keep me in the system keep me looking so young i guess because like (laughs) truth be told i've been in every environment from the high school on down so you know i was going to build i was getting cursed out for like the first five months like why are you cursing at me like what have i done like if you're a grown black man you walk into a class and a little boy can you curse him can i curse yeah yeah oh yeah yeah. Yeah, oh yeah oh yeah 
I do I'm in the class, I'm in a class, and a little boy had to, you know, I had the whole gold TV. He's like, "Shut up with your pussy ass face." So I'm like, did he just say that to me? I'm the grown man here, so I said, "I'm trying to be a man." I'm like, I-, I bet you won't repeat it again. Once he said it again. I had nothing for him at that Right. right. <laughs> like, right. Like, Shut up with right. your pussy ass face. Was, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he looked Listen, like that when he said it. And I just, uh, I, I bit that bullet. And um, long story <laughs> short, they taught me a lot of new dances. By the end of the school year, they loved me. I was the fun Mr. Robinson. So I was cool by the end of the school year. I learned, I think that's when I learned the Nene dance. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. Okay. The, but it, it turns to be a good story, but yeah. So that's high school setting. What I that was middle school. Yeah. But what I learned is like even once working you, with the once you realize who was in charge, everything was cool. <laughs> I guess. But like once I got to the um, <laughs> once I got to the the pre K, I felt safe. I felt very safe there, and they and they and they kept me young, man. So working with the pre K environment, elementary school environment, it's like I'm able to wear my my clothing in the, in the school now. So I'm and they're wearing some fun cartoon inspired shirt and they're like oh yeah mr robinson he's an artist he's an artist and like they they almost speak life into you and it's so funny because like i'm not going there saying look at me look at me so it's like it just it just become my it's my uniform it's like it's what makes me feel happy so when i'm wearing the school and i hear the kids say yeah mr he's an artist he can do that he has his they call it merch like he has merch so yeah what's that i said oh those millennials yeah, I know, right? So <laughs> that's the exchange, man. Like I, I see, I see that a lot. Like I feel that energy. Even when I do the uh, the art incentives after school, I can go into a different environment, a whole different school that I've never been to before, and they already got their whole day on them. So by the time I see them, they like they already cursed out several teachers for the day. <laughs> I walk in school, they're standing on top of tables. I'm like, what are y'all doing? So I come in there, I'm setting up probably in the cafeteria or some other teacher's classroom. They run over to me, hey, Mr. Brown, I'm like, why was y'all doing that? Uh, don't worry about it. what we gonna do today. So you already get this energy, like they're ready to turn that page, man. So for me right. to be able to have that tool to inspire and teach, even the kids that um that some might label as as problem kids, something like that. Those are like my main students that come in, like they're like my directors or my ed- my main yeah. editors or my main story writers, because like you got to really trigger that or ignite Wait, that imagination. And then once you do that, yeah. yo, I go in the classroom sometimes and lay on the floor. I, and, and just watch them work and I yell at them. It's like, and it's like so transparent, man. I had my, um, like my supervisors or the people that, that gave me the contract come to the building. They do it. They come in and they, they observe me. They're like, we don't know how you do this. It's like organized confusion. <laughs> but, it's right. like, in the, but by the end of the term, man, kids are loving it. Uh, yeah, it's very, have you, ever, have you do, ever done any collaborative projects with, uh, with any of your stu- classes or students? Uh yeah, like that's how we operate. Uh, as far as the collaborative thing, we uh we go in for our film classes. I have them uh, write the scripts, uh, act in them. Uh, they try to edit, but more <laughs> more likely the edit falls on me. So just yeah, we definitely work as a team. That's why I, that's why I don't have to do nothing. I go in there and I sit down. <laughs> right, like, right. I watch them work. I've, I've already like drilled so much in them. I'm so transparent that they take that, and once they they know, oh yeah, he's cool and he's teaching us, and we're having fun. So once they get that, and it's not a battle. Everything just, just flows, man. So we, we we become more of a team, and um, nobody calls me pussy ass face. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's how it's gonna work. Yeah, I might have to write that one down. Right. For real. <laughs> Shut up with your pussy ass face. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Oh. man, hey, have you ever uh, played around like with um, graffiti at all? Um, I. Did kinda. I'm not a big. I'm not big with the cans, man. I can't work the cans. A lot of my friends are like, yeah, just like it's so simple. You get different nozzles, and I turn the damn knob on and spray myself or something. But, like, ah! <laughs> but um, I did a mural. I I played with one. Um, I think over by Union Square somewhere off of 83. It was called Two Headed Monster. So I did. It got a lot of people liked it. It was right by the um the light rail. So even if you ride the light, it's still probably still there. You ride down a light rail, it's a big mural. It's like two uh, guys with white T-shirts on that have the Oreos hat backwards. That's the series I was working on. And I think the other guy, um, it's like a bigger guy. So, yeah, so it's two guys on the wall called a Two-Headed Monster, and mm-hmm. it's like yellow. So I, I, I have played with graffiti. I want to really do more. I really, really do. Mm-hmm. I just haven't had the time to find a big wall or just go all the way in. But I've definitely done <laughs> – 
I played with it, but I, I haven't right. done enough. Like I really had. That's what's up, though, man. Yeah, man. But I will. Well, look, we only have uh, five minutes left. So uh, with this time that we got left, definitely anything that you want to plug, feel free. Um, oh, and to give everyone heads up, for those of you who who love the uh, the van sneaker, um, also the shirt, all of that stuff, if you're interested in purchasing that and supporting this brother, um, the link is in the description of this video. So you can absolutely jump on there. And um, his Instagram is uh, scrolling across the bottom right now. So, hey, hey, tell them about our Patreon too. Plug, plug, oh, that yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and of course, you know, patreon.com. And shout out to our first patron, you know, what I'm saying, progress, ladies and gentlemen. You know, what I'm saying, we got our first patron. So, if you haven't signed up for Patreon yet, please support. Um, by all means, of course, we do this show because we enjoy doing this, we enjoy each other, um, like have a good time doing this, but. It would be nice, you know what I mean, to be able to see a little something to like to help us <laughs> upgrade the show. You know what I mean? And you get dope merch uh as part of the deal. So, you know, there's that. Make but sure yeah, my bro. face is the first on her shirt, too. <laughs> you make sure. <laughs> so, so anyway, brother, again, if you got anything you want to promote, please uh feel free, man. You've already done a great job so far. I just, want to, I just want to thank you all again for giving me the, the whole platform to bring my brother-in-law in for his cameo. Is <laughs> <laughs> we live? He wanted, is we live? <laughs> like, yeah, um, man, is you on the interwebs, man? <laughs> <laughs> man, just continue to, uh, uh, I guess, support the arts, man. Even if it's not me, support another arts, man. Uh, keep community first, man, because I think I built a lot of my own community, whether I know it or not. Um, yeah, the Black Genius Art Show. Uh, stay tuned. I got some cool stuff coming, man. Like you said, you can get the bands or just come into the shop, man. 1341 Bayard Street. It's in Baltimore, downtown area. We can just come in and talk. You know what I'm saying? Somebody can come in and have a conversation. You know, it's not about coming there and spending that money because that's your energy and that conversation can inspire me to create a whole nother element for someone else to take that and carry elsewhere. Hey, so, yeah. but you're going to buy something before you leave there. I have never gone <laughs> to this shop and not left. Because, look, sometimes mm. I, I like I'll be going just to check you out. But then you be there and the conversation, yeah. like we always get into a conversation like, ah, fuck. Now, <laughs> feel so good. I want to support you. Right, right. Here I go. <laughs> hey, Sherm, I, I sense a field trip coming along. Yeah, man. Please support this brother, Sorry. man. Hey, guys, check it, check it, check it, check it. So everybody buying these bands, yo. I think I'm going to have a big old event, man. Once everybody, um, once the whole university, all Voltron pieces come together, I think I'm gonna try to have everybody come together with these bands on, man. Do some crazy. Oh, uh, that'd be so crazy. Yeah, that'd be dope. Yeah, that'd be dope. <laughs> that dope. makes me uh, dope. Part two. <laughs> <laughs> My man said, I'm back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, gentlemen. All right. All right. Yeah. Is it my turn yet? <laughs> 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 oh man! Didn't really talk to me yet, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, fam in the background, man. <laughs> What's up, oh, man. <laughs> Appreciate you, man. <laughs> right. This is this is his studio, by the way. I feel We all family. Yeah. For letting us uh, letting us hold your spot down for a little while. Yeah, <laughs> we all related, man. We are all related. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Oh, hey, man. Again, man. Thank you so much for coming on the show, brother. We're super thank proud you. of what you're doing, man. Sure. I, I'm I'm super excited for whenever you do. Um, you know the the joint where people bringing in the uh, the clothes because yeah, gotcha. me me and the missus, my my wife is actually a fashion designer, so like. Yeah. Yeah, we uh we do the whole upcycling thing all the time, man. So, you know, we definitely gonna uh come through either after a, a fresh uh Ross trip or uh some thrifting. You know what I'm saying? Sherm know what I'm talking about. But uh <laughs> but yeah, man, appreciate you a gift for coming on the show. Indeed. Just real quick Indeed. before we Yeah, man, and before we go. Thank you to everybody for tuning in. If you're not already following this brother on Instagram, please do that. Um, check out his website as well, theblackgeniusartshow.com. Um, and uh, again, the link is in the description. All the links that we've been mentioning, the website that you saw, some of the art that you saw, all of that is already in the description. Facebook link as well. So make sure you support this brother. 
It's meant support our artists, support black businesses, do all of that. You get to do all of that at once. So y'all, thank y'all again so much. We'll see y'all next week. Um, we'll keep you posted. Uh, I don't know if we have any hot take videos coming up. We should. Right. We got to wrap up uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah, we do. We do got to uh, build right. on that. Yeah, so stay oh. tuned for that show. Something yeah, for that. sure, because that was yeah. that was amazing. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Um, but brother Brian, thank you again, man, for Brian, coming man. on. For thank real, you. thank you, Grasshop, man. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I see you too, man. All right, all right, <laughs> all right, brother. You have a good one, man. Peace. Peace, all right, everybody. So again, thank you for tuning in. We will see y'all next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. Or should I say same black time, same black channel. <laughs> you know what I'm uh, but yeah, man, everybody be good. Y'all be safe out here. And uh, peace, fellas. Love y'all, man. Peace. Love y'all too. All right. Peace, peace, peace. peace.